tanked. If we want to build the future, we're gonna need something. Like a high-speed internet connection that can turn my ideas into reality. Like the skills to become the world's most powerful coder. The resources to make more films with people who look like me. 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 Like the tools to start my sustainable shoe business. Way more space to collaborate. Yeah, that's better. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to open doors for the next generation so they can build a future of unlimited possibilities. Financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is well. I am so excited. My name is Anissa Keys. Um, I am the Becoming the Bank current podcast sort of lead, but um, I will be ending. And so I want to start with that because this will be my very last one. Um, I'm so sad to be leaving Shaletta Makes Me Laugh Productions. Um, she is one of the dopest Black women I know. Um, and so I am I am really sad about that. But there's other things that um, need to be done. There's all the other, other ways in which my calling needs to be used. And, and, there's, and this is going to be an open space for some other amazing podcaster to come and sit in to teach wealth building strategies. Because um, praise God, I'm not the only one. And so um, I'm excited to see who that's going to be. I'm not sure who that's going to be yet, but there's going to be someone that's coming up. I know I've been talking to a couple people. I know Ms. Shaletta has been talking to people. Um, anyway, let's move forward with this very last podcast. Um, I wanted to make sure that like, I curved out my wealth building strategies, my personal ones. Um, this has really been a podcast about how to become, right? And so there is typical, typically there's a lot of resource there about how to's. Um, and not like I'm a pro, I don't have a problem with how to, how to, you know, help you, uh, uh, you know, uh, save money, how to help you invest, right? Like those are great resources and financial literacy, financial intelligence really springs from that space for sure. Important. Um, but this has really been a podcast about becoming, because what I found is that you can have how to's all day, um, but like you have to become someone who can actually implement these pieces and really that becoming has to be from like biblical principles and practices that can really give you a skill set to be able to actually do some of these how to's that people are telling you to that they're important. So so this has really all been about becoming. However, these last few weeks on my way out the door, I wanted to give you my particularly wealth building strategies that I've used. They're my favorite um, you guys can look back over the last few weeks um, as I've been transitioning. I've been talking about them, um, reducing debt. I've been talking about legacy, kind of succession planning and trust, um, trust creation, wills, that kind of a thing. Um, and today I'm going to close out with two of them because I'm super excited, you guys, that um, my baby girl, who is 24, purchased a duplex yesterday. And I know I talked about legacy already. And so um, so I'm not going to go too deep into like how how that was done or, you know, raising their kids, the, you know, a way in which they can take 
what you've given them and sort of build into something else. But I, but I, it is important, right? And so I am going to connect it with one of the things I'm going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about two things. We're going to cover them um, within this next 15 minutes because um, I wanted to be able to cover both, but I only have one show to do that. And so um, I want to talk a little bit about how to use supports how to use outside resources um, to, to be able to build wealth as a strategy. And the last thing is I want to talk about the greatest wealth building strategy, and um, that's giving, that's sowing. Um, I talked about that in like in a whole series, like of how to sow and reap. Um, but, but I want to get particularly into like how important giving is, um, and then a little bit of my testimony of like how it impacted my life. Okay, so really quick again because we're doing both of them and then this time frame but this one is really relevant like outside supports is really relevant i feel like to um to my daughter's storyline right because one of the things that happened outside of her having social capital and outside of her having knowledge capital right and this has like been passed down so again my mother created this amazing blueprint she came from the South during the Great Migration um, with, you know, a limited like math level, reading level, um, came up here, went to the University of Minnesota and very quickly like stopped working for people and went into um, working as a daycare provider, which she knew was how to raise children. She had done that for a white family for years as a nanny um, since I think the age of like nine or 10. Um, so she took the skill that she could do best and she monetized it. Like, it's just like brilliance, right? Um, daycare, not that it had to be the best daycare. She just had to do it well. Um, and so she was able to generate revenue from that and then eventually start buying real estate um, to be able to solidify herself into her older age and to not necessarily have a retirement fund because she does not, um, to not necessarily have, you know, a great inheritance because she does not. Um, she doesn't have an annuity plan or a pension plan that she lives off of. She, she lived off this blueprint of first, right, having a, a business that she was able to create an asset and generate revenue from, and then took that um, those those assets and those um, uh, the money that she made the profitability and she purchased real estate and then the real estate is what keeps her afloat currently. So anyway, so again, that blueprint is similar to what um, I have done and what I'm teaching my daughter to do. So she purchased a duplex, right? So this young lady um, is so amazing. But what's important and what I want to talk about today is she didn't do it on her own. And I'm not talking about just me and her grandmother. She went and she used one of my best, one of my favorite wealth building strategies. She used other programs and supports. So she able she was able to access um, uh, uh, what is it called wealth building. Um, there's a couple of programs where you can access additional funds and they want you to purchase certain types of property. So sometimes they have programming where it's like purchase in a certain community or purchase a certain type of property. Or if you are a certain person, like you're a person of color or you're a black person or you have a certain income level. Um, I have never purchased anything without support either through a government program or a community-based program. I have utilized them not only for just knowledge capital, meaning that like I, I learned, right? I, I was able to extract information from like a mentor or a housing um, advocate, but I also utilized financial support. So there is nothing that I have that I feel like I have solely completely invested in myself. Now, typically that comes with the responsibility of like, you have to hold on to it for a certain period of time, or it comes with the responsibility of you have to take a certain level of classes, whatever it is, right? What I would say is that you do not have to do anything on your own. Typically there are resources that you can access to make things more attainable to you. So for my daughter, who is a teacher, 
right? So like she works for Minneapolis public schools. She does not make a lot of money, right? She lived with me as she was saving money to purchase a house, right? So she definitely had that as a benefit, but she didn't have enough money to come in on a duplex by herself as a down payment, she accessed programming. She accessed programming, got about $40,000, right? Similar to my stories that I could tell you of like, I didn't do this on my own, right? I, I accessed programming and financial support to be able to do it. And so it's an amazing um, um, feat that she was able to do it, but it had to be accessible to her. And utilizing government programs, utilizing outside resources, community resources is just one of the ways in which um, you can build wealth and it doesn't have to be on your own back, okay? So this is the my three, three things. I always give you three, right? Number one, find out whatever you need to, like where the money is at in your industry. So whether it is not, so I'm not just talking about buying a home, it could be in business too, because I'm talking about all of this, right? No matter what you do, right? So starting a business, there's programs that are like, if you put in 40, we'll match the 40, right? As as help for you to build money or build um, 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 uh, your first investment for, uh, for having a business, right? So like oftentimes there is like supports that are in the community that you have to access, but they're in the industry that you're in. So whatever industry you're in, the first thing you need to do is you need to find out where the money is at. That's number one. Number two, look for resources that align or areas that align or adjoin with what you're trying to do. So if you are, for example, trying to get a house, right, then I wouldn't just like, I mean, you can find just one realtor and you can just find, you can do that. I mean, that's, a, that's an option. I'm going to give you another option would be, right, is to be able to like start hanging out in the real estate field, right? So you start attending housing classes, you start attending real estate events, right? You, you I know you just want to buy a house, right? And you're just like, I just want to buy a house. And that's, again, that's an option. There's another option though, of saying, I'm going to dig a little deeper because I want to see if there's some other resources here. And so then that would be you sort of kind of like, like kind of leaning into whatever that industry is and finding adjoining areas that might actually help to give you access to a resource. And then lastly, um, one of the best qualities that I feel like the Lord has given me um, is you have to be audacious and relentless because one of the things that will happen is you will hear, no, we don't have no more money. Um, there's no more out there. They've switched to trends and like now they're not giving money to that. They're giving money to this. Right. So you will have to see hear a no and be like, oh, OK, thank you for that. And then you have to move on. And then you hear another no and you're like, OK, well, praise God. And then you move on. Right. So you have to be audacious and relentless. Right. Those are strong characteristics that you need to have. All right. Listen, we're going to transition really quickly because I want to make sure I also give you my very, very favorite wealth building strategy, and that is giving. Now, I'm called to give. I realize that not everybody is called to be a giver. Right. And what I mean is that that's my calling and that's one of my purposes. That's one of my spiritual gifts is that means that I believe the Lord has blessed me with the ability to be resourceful right? To be able to obtain um, financial resources, um, emotional resources, equitable resources, whatever kind of resources you want to name. The God has given me the ability to be able to obtain that, right? In a very, a very, either creative ways or like very easy ways, right? And then he's given me the insatiable desire to give it away, okay? That's a gifting. Not everybody has a desire to give what the Lord has blessed them away. I hear that. Okay. However, what I would like to say is that it is an important part of wealth building. 
Um, it is the biggest portion of what we talked about earlier in the series that was on sowing and reaping is that if you do not sow, you do not reap. <laughs> I was going to say that again. If you do not give, you do not get. It's just the way it goes, right? And again, this is a biblical principle and practices. I remember starting on my mom's floor, right? The Lord had given me this amazing vision. Um, I, 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 it was about reclaiming land. Um, some of it was probably reclaiming space in my own mind and my body from trauma, right? Generational trauma, historical, um, but also reclaiming physical land right? Reclaiming physical space. And he had given me that vision, but not really a clear picture of how that was going to happen. While I was on her floor, though, I had started my business and um, the Lord had told me that at the end of the year, you're going to give whatever's left in your account to your church. And um, and it was no big deal at the moment, number one, because I thought I was crazy. Because remember, I was just hearing things when I was on this floor all the time. And I thought I was losing my mind. But the other thing was I had had no money in my account. So I was like, oh, Okay, Lord. Cool. That was like in July. And this was like the second year I was in business. So I got into business in July and this is like literally one year in. Anyway, what ends up happening is that somebody comes on to help me. And by October, I'm starting to get money in my account. And then the Lord gives me a number and he says 7,000. And so I was like, I'm not giving $7,000 to nobody. I'm on the floor. So Lord, you're going to have to like pass me with that. Just going to have to miss me with that whole thing. By the end of the year, there was exactly $7,000 and some change in my account, right? So part of the reason why I did it is because I was so flabbergasted that the Lord had given me this number. He had told me this in July, October, he had given me the number. And now that is the exact amount when he had told me I didn't have anything in my account. So now I felt like this is his anyway. I didn't really understand the concept that it was his already, but like, I was like, yeah, this is, this had to be purposeful, right? And this had to be miraculous. And so I wrote that check and I remember my account going down to zero. And I remember telling the Lord, as I left out that church, um, don't ever ask me to do that again. And he was like, well, next year it's going to be 10,000, you know? Um, and then since then, it's just been like, that's just been the way it is. But what happened? Let me tell you what happened. The following year, I made in one month what I had made in the entire year. And every month since then, it has been nothing but leaps and bounds. Do you understand? I did not understand the significance of what it meant to trust God, but I did not also understand what it meant to sow into the kingdom, right? And have a guaranteed return. It's the only place that you have a guaranteed return. Let me give you three strategies, right? My three strategies that help me to give um, as a wealth building strategy, okay? First, decide on what you're gonna do and then stick to it. And this is about anything. You guys, business is about discipline. Wealth building is about discipline, right? Like financial freedom is about discipline because what you'll see is that like, you'll see people set goals and you'll see them fall on them or falter or change or shift, right? You have discipline is one of the most foundational skill sets you'll need. And one of those things, right? That stick with discipline, right? Is that when you decide on something, stick to it, be consistent with it. I know it's easier said than done. Um, what that means also is that even though the outcome does not look like it's working, because you've decided, keep doing it anyway, right? So maybe the Lord tells you, you need to sow into this area one hour a week, right? You need to show up and, and support here. You need to um, take time building your marketing plan, you know, two hours a month, whatever, right? And, and that's what he told you. 
Well, then you stick to that, even though it seems like some way you're like, God, I can't focus on that. I got to focus over here because I'm not making no money. Stick to it, right? Stick to it. Decide on it and then stick to it. It's crucial. Secondly, right? And that's about money too. That's about giving to. Don't just give money, give time and energy to. So I think people think giving is just about money and monetary. That's just one resource the Lord has blessed us with, right? We've been blessed with all kinds of talents. We've been blessed with all kinds of gifts, right? So think outside of giving financially and also think about how you give your talents and your time because we may not be called to give money, right? We may be called to like sow in other ways and that is the same thing. It still reaps a benefit. It still reaps a harvest um, and it is still a, co a commodity and a valuable um, asset to the kingdom. Okay, lastly, right? Find a way to give. Okay. Sometimes I, I just got this phone call. It's really kind of cool. I got this phone call about two or three days ago and somebody said, Hey, and I said, you have a nonprofit. I was like, absolutely. It's called kingdom. And he was like, Oh, what do you do? Cause you don't really publicize or advertise that much. I was like, yeah, we've been around, it's only been around for like two years or whatever. Like, and I'm still, I just did the pilot last year where I took five amazing community members from a church body, the church selected them. And then I kind of take them and I kind of take this on um, year long curriculum, right. Of teaching them wealth building strategies, sitting with them four hours a month on Saturday morning. And then at the end of the year, I give them $5,000 to sew in. And he was like, that's amazing. He was like, I want to give. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. And I was like, why? And he was like, yeah, I'm just trying to find places to sew. And I was like, that is amazing. That is, it reminds me, right, is that oftentimes, it, again, with this, with this idea is that if you don't sow, you don't reap. But sometimes we may not know where to sow, right? We may not necessarily like have something directly in our faces and we might have to go seek out some place to sow. Understanding this biblical principle and practice that that's the only way I will reap. So this is what I would say. Find a way to give your talents and your people need, hey, you need a marketing person. Hey, you need somebody to do your accounting. Hey, you need, right? Because you understand the return on that. And that's not the reason why, only the reason why you're doing it. Um, I mean, you understand the biblical principle and practice about what the return is, right? But you're doing it, right, to edify the kingdom. You're doing it to edify God, right? And But, but you also understand that that is where you get the return. So listen. I am so sad to leave you guys. This was such an amazing journey for me. I am an introvert by nature, so this is so hard. I had such a good time though. I love talking about biblical principles or practices, especially around um, generational wealth building. We are kingdom wealth managers. The Lord has blessed us, right, to be able to steward over money. And that is a blessing and it's a gift he can take if he wanted to. Um, it is all his, right? And so we were just stewarding over it. And so it is a blessing to be able to have the position to be able to do this, to talk about it. Um, also have financial resources to be able to steward over in the first place. Um, and a blessing to have been a part of your journey on building wealth and becoming financially free. Um, I hope and I pray that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. All right. This is Anissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. Well, before you sign off, I just wanted to say it has just been a pleasure to have you as a part of this family. I'm so sad that you'll be leaving us. 
but um, so many people have been blessed just listening to your show and producing it each and every week. I've got a page of notes that I took for my own self, so I know that the the hundreds of people, the thousands of folks who listen um, and tune in um, weekly have also been blessed. So thank you for thank you so much. Thank you so much, Ms. Jaletta. You you are a blessing, and I pray that the Lord continues to expound on the content that you are bringing. I got so many other ideas to share with you, (laughs) and um, that we find an amazing person to to sort of hold space and be able to continue to teach Kingdom Wealth Managers how to build wealth. So, well, bless you and your family and everything to which you put your hand. May the Lord bless you. Thank you you so much, Ms. Jaletta. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Boost your immunity and help protect your community. COVID-19 is still here, and it's not too late to get your booster. Staying up to date with vaccines can help build protection that has decreased since your last shot and provide better protection against newer variants. Boosters are an important part of protecting yourself from getting seriously ill from COVID-19. To learn more and schedule your appointment, visit ramseycounty.us slash COVID vaccine. When I walked across that stage at my high school graduation, I was excited, but confused about my next step. Then I walked through the doors at Doherty Family College. Doherty Family College is part of the University of St. Thomas. It's a two-year college that lets you earn an associate's degree and puts you on a path to your bachelor's degree. Classes are small, so I have a personal relationship with professors committed to my success. Like the name says, they treat us like family. They call us scholars because they believe we could do anything we put our minds to. They set us up for excellence with free tutoring, and that's not the only thing that's free. Laptops, books, even breakfast and lunch, and bus fare. That's part of the package here at Doherty Family College. It's even free to apply. So do like I did, go to DFC, dot st thomas dot edu and set up a tour we'd be excited to welcome you to our family here at doherty family college racial covenants had structured every aspect of life keeping black people in black spaces slavery's history is minnesota's history so much of working towards racial equity is around telling our own stories Shaletta makes you laugh. But did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of Black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house, creating broadcast-quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business. When you're running your own business, it's exciting to imagine what's possible and overwhelming to think about how to make it work. 
you need a banker to help meet challenges and make the most of opportunities to grow. At Bremer Bank, we understand that success is always a team effort because right now, relationships matter more than ever and understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com.